We're going to be in John chapter 20, if you want to turn there in your Bibles today, John chapter 20. Actually, we're going to be there for both services this morning and 1030. And, uh, and just so you know, 1030 uh, is a different set of verses, a different sermon. So, so uh, don't, don't think you've uh, checked the box when you leave today. We've got another, uh, we get to do church twice today. And, and it's, uh, it's Resurrection Sunday. Is this not the greatest day? This is the day that sets apart Christianity from everything else. This, this is the day that we celebrate. There was a, uh, a just, just in the past uh, week or so, there was a, uh, an article written by a Catholic cardinal named Tim Dolan. And he wrote how the Holy Week, from Palm Sunday to Resurrection Sunday, how it kind of mirrors life. And, and his point was that we go from celebration to desperation to celebration again. We go from joy to sorrow to joy again. We go from life to death to life again. We go from faith to doubt and fear to faith again. We go from hope to despair to hope again. And, and, and I think he had a point. And so as I was thinking about this and as, and as I was reading the scriptures that we're going to look at today... I realized that, that this is exactly the roller coaster that the disciples were on. We're going to take a look at, at, at this weekend from the viewpoint of the disciples this morning. Because maybe our life works that way, but these guys from Friday to Sunday went through all of this. So that, the, the, the way it, the impact that it would have had on them And I wanted to take a look at that today. So we're going to be in John chapter 20. We're going to start in verse 19, and we're going to go through 23. It is up here behind me. When it was evening of the first day of the week, the disciples were gathered together with the doors locked because they feared the Jews. Jesus came, stood among them, and said, Peace be with you. Having said this, he showed them his hands and his side. So the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be to you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. After saying this, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. And if you retain the sins of any, they are retained. So let's look first at the context here. Because in the context, Mary Magdalene has has now seen the risen Lord. In fact, she's had a conversation with him. He has called her by name. And so they've had this conversation. And Jesus tells Mary Magdalene, he says, tell the brothers this. He says, go to my brothers and tell them that I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. And so Mary goes. She goes and tells the disciples. And what do they do? Lock the door. They do not believe it. They are in doubt. They are in fear. They don't believe it. So consider the last few hours that they have had. They had been celebrating Passover with Jesus. Then they watched him arrested, tried, and crucified. They had the joy of being with him and then saw him ripped away from them and killed 
They had given their lives to Jesus. These guys had spent the last three years leaving their livelihoods behind, completely following Jesus. They'd given their lives to him, and now he's dead. They had the greatest of faith. They believed that he was the Messiah. They had great hope in him, in fact, because they thought, this is the Messiah, and he's going to come, and he's going to wipe out sin. He's going to wipe out evil. He's going to take over. They had great faith and great hope. And then they watched him die a criminal's death. They went from celebration to desperation. They went from joy to sorrow, life to death, faith to doubt and fear, hope to despair. The only thing they have left, fear. Fear. They're, they're, they're locked in a room. They've gathered themselves together in a room and, and they lock the door out of fear, it says. But then Jesus comes. And Jesus comes and what does he say? Peace be with you. Now this was a fairly common uh, a greeting for Jews. Peace be with you. It's, it's the Greek uh, version in the New Testament of the word shalom in the Old Testament. You're probably familiar with the term shalom. And it's often... Uh, it's often translated peace, but it's so much more than that. It's used about 250 times in the Old Testament. And, it, and, and though it's translated peace, it means so much more. It means salvation and wholeness and, and integrity, soundness, community, righteousness, justice, physical, mental, and spiritual well-being. It is, it is literally the world before sin comes, where, where mankind and God and God's creation are all living in harmony. That's the idea of shalom. And then as we get into, as you go in the Old Testament into the prophets, the prophets begin to, to inject a theological meaning to it. In fact, Isaiah called the Messiah, he called Jesus the Prince of Peace, the Prince of Shalom, the Prince of Integrity and Righteousness and, and, and Soundness and Wholeness the Prince of Shalom. So literally, the word shalom is summed up and culminates in Jesus. He fulfills it completely. So it's just a greeting. Peace be with you. But it's also so much more. And now these, now these uh, disciples who are locked in a room in fear, they, they suddenly see Jesus and they see him come and say shalom to you. Not once, but twice. So imagine their reaction. They are hiding in a locked room. They are overwhelmed with fear. And Jesus comes and says shalom. Shalom to you. They go from desperation to celebration. They go from sorrow to joy. From death to life. From doubt and fear to faith from desperation to hope. All in one encounter with the risen Jesus. Shalom is, he comes in and says shalom, and shalom, peace, integrity, wholeness, wellness. This is not only possible, it is in Jesus. They see it for the first time. He is now alive forever. Forever. 
He's defeated death itself. Satan's greatest, greatest weapon against mankind is death. And Jesus defeated it. So you, and then you see Jesus give them their, their commission. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. And he empowers them. He breathes on them and empowers them with the Holy Spirit. So they are going to be his witnesses, as, as we saw in, in our study of Acts. They're going to be his witnesses throughout the world. They're going to, they're going to be going from, from celebrating to desperation, to triumph, joy, to sorrow, to an incredible joy, life, to death, to an empowered life, faith, to doubt, to an incredible, unbreakable faith, hope, to despair, to eternal hope again, a hope that empowers your life. That's really the story that the, the disciples go through from Good Friday to Resurrection Sunday. They make this incredible journey. But, what's, but, but, but this does mirror, in a way, our story, doesn't it? Because from Good Friday to Resurrection Sunday, we sometimes get stuck. We sometimes get stuck in Good Friday or, or what I call Hopeless Saturday. We get stuck... In, in, in desperation instead of celebration. We get stuck in sorrow instead of joy. We get stuck in the death of Jesus, not the life of Jesus, the empowered life that we have in Jesus. We get stuck in fear or doubt and not faith. I, I urge you this morning to place your faith in the risen Lord. Place your faith in the risen Lord and, and, and receive salvation and wholeness and integrity, soundness, community, righteousness, justice, physical, mental, and emotional peace. Receive well-being. Receive shalom. That's what he came to give us. That's why Isaiah called him the Prince of Peace. He came to give us this peace. Do you have this peace this morning? Because you can. It, it, it happens with a simple prayer. So I'm going to ask that you bow your heads. And simply pray along with me. And say, God, I, have, I at times get stuck in Good Friday or Hopeless Saturday. Help me to see life eternal life empowered by you, resurrected life. Help me to live that life this morning. And I ask you in Jesus' name, amen. I'm not going to have Delaney come back up and sing because I know you're hungry. <laughs>